Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. Charles? Oh, yeah, I'm Charles. <laughs> Seth? What about Linda? God, I think we're all waiting oh, for Linda. Linda. That's yeah. the problem. Jeez. Okay, well, oh, I'm in the background today. So sorry. <laughs> no, you're... I see you. Right right right. You're in. Right, Linda. Go for oh, it, Linda. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> I'm Linda. <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Seth and his amazing menagerie. <laughs> kitty kitty i'm jenna and i'm chris all right welcome and uh today we're going to be talking about seth and uh seth seth's menagerie <laughs> isn't this the thing you know, we're talking only about seth the whole show it's so hard to find good help these days <laughs> isn't that the second time you've done this i don't think so is it probably i, I am sure it is no uh, oh, well. I don't remember. But anyway, we're going to be talking about the movie Prey. I mean, I'm um, okay if you guys just want to talk about me for a half an hour. <laughs> well, we'll maybe do an After Dark episode because that might be a lot of x I think Seth is just looking for th free therapy. <laughs> guys, it's been a rough month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to have uh, Chris kick this one off and kind of give us a high-level overview of uh, Prey, and then we'll kind of get into our thoughts and discussion so yeah it. so pray as in p-r-e-y not a religious movie or anything like that and yes another predator film we have a lot of them now mm -hmm. um there's a bunch of prequel and prey is basically about a skilled comanche warrior that is protecting her tribe uh from a highly evolved alien predator we know who it is or what it is that's hunting humans for sport and fighting against the wilderness and dangerous uh, uh, French colonizers, I believe. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's effectively, uh, you know, the Comanche tribe versus uh, predator in uh, uh, colonial, colonial, French colonial, I can't say the word today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all right, if it makes you well. feel better, Chris, uh, I think it's, even though they use French, it's just supposed to be an amalgamation of European settlers. And the yeah. reason they went with the French and didn't bother to subtitle them. Uh, so you understood the director said he wanted to capture her confusion. Like yes, he wanted the audience to be confused uh, with her. Gina last night. So we were watching it and I said, I actually appreciate the fact they didn't have the subtitles because then we get their experience the comanche experience <laughs> right not knowing you know they have to read the body language to try and understand what's going on so i did actually appreciate that uh, a lot uh i will note also um and jenna you pointed this out that there is a comanche dub of this film as well 
So um, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty cool. It's a dub. It's in yeah. English, like it's the. English. But okay. you can watch a Comanche dub. So yep. like it's in Comanche language and you're reading the English. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know how they did that. Because when you said that there was the Comanche language version, I was I was kind of imagining that it would be uh, the English version that was the dub. Yeah, um, no, it was uh, it's the Comanche version that's the dub. Hmm. So it was still great either way. Um you know, it was uh, it wasn't a long movie, um, but it was uh, action packed. It was good, and uh, I liked it a lot. Um, we get to see more up close, you know, uh, predator combat, which I enjoyed. Uh, they really showed off his his strengths and everything like that, which was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, that was um, you know whatever we want to talk about in the film. Let's let's have at it. But it was pretty good. Well, I'd say um, you know thing i liked about it was that we had um uh, a female um protagonist there um taking on the predator which was good um there were a lot of uh comanche male males that were warriors you know that um she um she also wanted to be a warrior and uh her you know talking to her mother her mother kind of wanted her to go more towards the traditional female roles and um not be a warrior, but that's where her heart lie. And that's what she decided to pursue. And she was very good at it. And, um, which, you know, uh, was lucky for the Comanche tribe because she ended up being the one to actually take out the predator. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I like that part of it. Um, and I like the whole show. I thought it was really well done and probably one of the best of the predator series in my mind, I think. Um, I, think i agree with that honestly yeah it was fun yeah what'd you think jenna um so i have to admit that i initially had no intention of watching this movie <laughs> i did not want to see another trite representation of native americans just to spice up the predator franchise Fair. and then uh i started seeing the buzz and you know Native American country today, uh, some posts from other uh, Native re uh, media resources just about how it was a Comanche producer on this, that it was filmed on reservation land up in Canada, and that there was like definitely honoring and kickbacks to the tribe. There was, you know, language boot camp. There, there was a lot of stuff that was done to honor the little details of the tribe. It's like they just didn't take a bunch of people and slap feathers on them and say, Hey, it's Indians. It'll be, it'll be awesome. No, they, they really said, okay, if we're going to use Indians, we're going to hire a native American like cast. We're going to make sure we get the details from con uh, culture to costumes done. And we're going to do this right and be respectful. Like they had an internship for uh, young native American filmmakers to come in and help work on it. Mm. So they did a lot of stuff to return to the community, honor the culture, and then have the casts like to say, yes, these were Native Americans who were doing it. And with all that in mind going into the movie, because I love action movies, I love the original Predator. I think they did a great job. It was super entertaining. Um, and it was something that didn't feel just just 
halfway done. They they really went. They said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this the full level. And they did. So I was thought that was cool. Nice. Seth, what'd you think? And what, what would you say was your favorite scene? Oh, God. Well, it's hot. Uh, spoiler warnings. We forgot to give spoiler warnings on the last one. But uh, do people not I, know by now? Yeah, <laughs> I know. But it's polite. If you haven't seen the movie, maybe don't. So I, I, I was real. I was really kind of nerding out a little bit when she, when uh, the main character was like developing her axe with a rope on it. Still, yeah, yeah, getting, I love like, that part. Full action movie hero powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's that almost was... like uh, Thor calling back his hammer, right? Yeah, right. Yes, that was red. That was really red. I could see Jenna doing that. <laughs> Jenna wouldn't need the rope. The axe would just know that it needed to come back or else bad things might happen to it. Yeah, right. All right. Um, Charles, what'd you think? What was your favorite part of it? It's fun. It's fun. I don't there <laughs> I don't know what my favorite. I know I know um all the kids now are gonna want a dog again. <laughs> right. That was right. a good dog. That was good dog. <laughs> and they didn't kill the dog. I know. I, I was so worried. Oh my god! And Lynn, and I, Lynn and I were like, if that something happens to the dog, we're done. That's yeah. what mm-hmm. like, I think he was going to be done if, if they killed that dog. Right. That's that's the way to ratchet up tension in a horror movie or a yes. thriller movie for me is like, is no, there just a dog or a pet in danger? And they'll yeah. always like. They'll always kill the pet. And I just, I'm just like, oh, thank goodness. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. What'd you think, Linda? What was your favorite part? Oh, uh, I just like the, the, her coming of age and getting, uh, you know, stronger. And the best part, I think, was at the end when she watched her brother get the staff because yeah. he killed the, the bear. Yeah. Um, and she got to get the staff because, of course, she killed the alien. Spoiler alert. But uh, that was the best part. It was like she she achieved her goal. And I, it's just another a good feather in the cap for uh, strong women characters. I like that. Yeah. And, I, you know, the, the thing I found interesting was that the coming of age thing, you know, you, you think of the coming of age, you know, and you've got these Native Americans out there um, or maybe any any primitive society right and you've got this coming of age thing for um the warriors where they have to prove themselves and typically that's by going out and killing some sort of an a a prey right uh but in this case uh what struck me was that um she had to prove herself by killing something that was hunting her um, or that's what the, the warriors in the tribe had to do, kill something that was hunting them, whether it be a bear or, in this case, a predator, or maybe a mountain lion, um, which we see in the film. And uh, so I thought that was kind of an interesting thing, and I hadn't considered that before. But, yeah, you know, that, that makes sense that you're going against this animal that is um, sort of an apex predator-like the, mm-hmm. the tribe was right and uh, so i like that aspect of it and um i liked her <clears throat> her resilience and uh her ability to improve herself because she had this this axe that she used 
um, to attack her prey, but she realized that, you know, throwing the ax, if you miss, um, you've got to go chase down your ax, right? <laughs> before you can go back after the animal again. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, Seth referenced the fact that she, you know, ties this rope onto the axe and then she can, she, we see her practicing throwing that axe and hitting trees and then yanking and it actually, it and pulling it, it back into her hand, right? It actually saves her life. Yeah. So in this scene, Linda, you want to tell us about this scene? Um, so she uh, has that axe on a big, long rope uh, so that she can, you know, again, retrieve it without having to go walk and get it. And she gets stuck here in some quagmire. I'm not sure. Quicksand. Loblolly, my dad would call it. Bog. Yeah, loblolly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bog. But she keeps getting lower and lower in it. And so she starts to throw the axe at a, a bunch of dead tree roots and is able to to get the axe jammed into one. So she pulls herself out of this with it. So Barely. Kind she of, almost uh, doesn't make it. Yeah, yeah. survival they- skill. They honestly faked me out with this scene. I looked as like, oh, this is a throwback to Arnold crawling through That's the right. mud, and then the, and then like the predator's not going to see her. Like right. this and is going to be. I thought exactly the predator was going to come up behind her, and yeah. then he's going to realize that it can't see her. Yeah, yeah. That's a bill I thought that, yeah. yeah, I thought because she was covered in the mud, and I was like, so this is how they're going to work it in. Right. And it was fake. Uh, nope, they didn't. I felt like that mm-hmm. was a missed opportunity, but like that's exactly what I was thinking about watching it. Yeah. But, you know, I think I think the way they did it, because that's what we all expected. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think the, the way they did it was unique. So, um, Chris, you want to fill us in on how that happened? Yeah. So um, one of her she's not just a combatant. Right. Um, she's actually been working with her. Was it her mother in, in learning a lot about the herbal medicines and things like that? So. Sure. She's, she's actually kind of a, a medicine woman, too. So uh, she finds these, uh, um, there are these orange leaves that they know of that it cools the body, uh, helps you from bleeding out from profuse, you know, wounds or, or whatever. And, and so uh, she comes to find out later that uh, when she eats some of those, that, that she can kind of hide herself from the predator, which was going to be kind of cool. So yeah. I don't know the validity behind any kind of actual plants that do that, but, you know. That was that was really the blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially something that reacts that fast that that you can still function with. I don't quite understand <laughs> that. Like, how do you not pass out or something like that with something that does that right. to your body? But, um, anyways, that's how they decided to uh, to do that. So, um, uh, I do want to back up one thing on my favorite scene, which was actually the predator versus uh, the bear. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. That that fight that fight scene was pretty cool, and uh, let's be real, the bear gave it his all and kind of jacked that predator up a bit. Yeah. I mean, there's a scene where the bear kind of stands up and it's got like the predator's blood, you know, it glows bright green, just dripping down its face. I'm like, oh, he got him good, you know. <laughs> right. Um, there's a lot of predator versus wildlife in this movie, which I enjoyed, um, and you know, it wasn't like the you know. The Predator took some hits in this film. You, you see his blood kind of all over the place. So uh, yeah. he is still kind of the ultimate warrior at the same time, too. So, But here's where I got the impression of that, where if this is supposedly the first hunt on Earth, mm-hmm. you can see him. He's just going through and he's just like evaluating the, yeah. the wildlife. So like when you see him evaluate the wolf. He's yeah. measuring what is what is the capability of this prey. Like you don't see the text, but he's you like see like the food chain. You know? Yeah, he's measuring it. So, like, the 
the rabbit is getting chased by this wolf. So he wants to get in the way of this wolf and see what he gets. And, you know, it's not much of a fight, but it's entertaining enough to him that he saves the skull. It tanks him a little bit. Yeah, it does a little bit. So, and then it's the same with, I don't think he considered the human as much of a threat because he does see her and he continues to pursue her afterward, just, I think, out of curiosity. But it's the bear that was the more interesting fight at that mm. point. Yeah. Right. The bigger challenge. Yeah. yeah. And then it, it goes up because he knows there's something out there that's got the capability to create gun shells. Like he recognizes it's a primitive technology compared to his. So mm -hmm. I think he's following her out of curiosity because he's trying to find what what left the shelves that could do what he does, which is skin those buffalo right. and kill them. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's it, it's it's interesting to see him learning with us, and I think that's why a lot of people have been given this movie grief, not having even seen it. Why you know a woman. <clears throat> Native American woman, what what threat is she to a predator? And that again was also contributing. Was like, don't just make a hero and it make no sense. And it's just you know, I don't know, movie <laughs> masturbation. But because she's a woman, and she started off with the with learning probably her the the female traditions and arts first, and says no, I want to also hunt. She has to be clever. She can't rely purely on her strength. Right. And you see those little hints of her being more clever. And even her brother at the end acknowledging, I got the mountain lion that they initially went out to pursue where she sees the tracks because I used your plan. You always see the plan. Mm -hmm. And that's why she is so formidable. Right. Yeah, I, like her, I like that her brother was very supportive and not... Not an like, ass. Yeah. To an extent, he ultimately yeah, to an extent, but yeah, he he, wa he wasn't uh, he he didn't uh, like belittle her like most of the other mem members of the tribe who we who we see out on the hunt. Yeah, it's, but I still, it I seemed like he was going to at the start. Yeah, him a little bit because when when he came back after they went to hunt the lion. Um, he gave her zero credit until later on when he admits that the only reason he was able to defeat that right. one—that is fair. She actually did. did I have to admit, at the beginning, at the beginning of the movie, there's a little bit of the, from her point of view, she's always right, everybody else is always wrong, and they still won't listen to her. Yeah. And I don't. I've seen that a lot in movies. <laughs> She's a woman. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I think that's kind of a female perspective there. <laughs> right. I suppose. I suppose. That's pretty yeah. common. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> no, no, I've seen. Yeah, no, but I, I, I don't know. But, but I'm not there. I will agree with you, Seth. Though that, that the brother, if anything, does redeem himself. Yeah. Right? yeah. And uh, he he was in his own right a fantastic warrior. We see him go one on one with um, mm -hmm. uh, the predator and yeah. his own. And while he wasn't you know victorious in the end, you know spoiler alert, and, and ends up falling to it, um, he gave that thing a run for his money for you know compared to the rest of the the French army that that went <laughs> after, you know what I mean. 
Yeah. yeah. If, if I had any like complaints, it's that the predator is just shrugs off the horrible wound that he gets from the brother. Yeah. Oh, the the spear. Yeah, 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 where he just like comes in from ten feet above and whams from the yeah. back. Yeah, like you should see him limping just a little. I know he's got alien medicine, but come on. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a bit of that. Like it, it, it didn't seem like literally until it got its head blown off. Mm -hmm. uh, he never really weakens, right? Yeah. Um, I thought that was almost space mask. Yeah, face <laughs> math. Yeah, it was unfair, right? It was unfair to a level where you know they are doing what we can clearly see as damage, right? Yeah. Uh, what did the brother say? If it can bleed, it can you can kill Die. it. Die. Yeah, and which I loved again that kickback to the original Predator. Yes, Arnold yes. Klein. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yes, right. exactly. Um, you, so, yeah, when he gets his arm cut off. I was almost expecting you to see him just still like holding something, even though there was no arm there. <laughs> yeah. So um, that part I thought was a little bit unfair, un un unfair, but you know, again, it is an alien species, mm -hmm. but they still overcame it, which was good, but there was definitely some mm -hmm. wounds that it sustained that, that, you know, we see it patching itself up in one scene, maybe mm -hmm. uh, where it taken some bites and some strikes or whatever. Uh, patches itself up and and uh, uh, but I feel like maybe you know the other predator movies we we clearly see where they're getting beaten down and and you start to think you know maybe this could happen. The, when I was watching this movie, it was like boy, I don't know if they ever would be able to stop it. Like they can cut its head off and it's still going to be coming for them. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's just a flesh wound, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the the uh, that part was a little bit overpowering. You never showed any weakness, and maybe that was intended. I don't know, but uh, other than that, again, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was great. I think it would have been awesome at the end if we saw her in a teepee with the equivalent of stone knives and such, trying to take apart his technology helmet to figure out how it worked. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you needed that. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I. <laughs> it would have been if there was a if there's something to make reference to or yeah, to lead to. Uh, yeah, and and honestly, you don't know if maybe there'd be culturally bad. I know she's willing to accept the guns and stuff, but there there's something to the level of, is it magic? She, technology is not a concept, so it's to some degree. Some right. technology is, like you can figure out a gun, but for all intents and purposes, spheres that flow around following a light is magic. Yeah, but she did She did figure out how to use his targeting helmet against yeah. him, right? <clears throat> That's true. So in a certain, certain respect, she understood that this technology can help her right. to defeat her enemy. And so in my thought, I was thinking, yeah, it would be kind of nice because we see her being so good with formulating plans and figuring things out and how she figured out that, yeah, I can actually use this helmet to help take this thing down to see that at the end where she's, you know, maybe not taking the helmet apart, but has that helmet and is looking at it and thinking about it from uh, uh, 
a military perspective of how that how she might be able to use that because we don't know that she couldn't retrieve those spears and maybe make use of them going forward but but once but once he was dead does his helmet still work yeah i don't know right well, i mean if i'm dead my technology still works and the thing was attached to his wrist that yeah. controlled it so i don't know it was it was interesting because it definitely showed that if he saw a creature using brute force like the the european colonist right he really like you know the challenge was in trying to fight the mass numbers of them. Right. Uh, and he was prepared for brute force. What he was not prepared for was cleverness. Right. Right. And, and you saw the over-reliance of the Europeans on technology. They tried to do some cleverness, baiting him, like hiding in the dirt. Um, but then ultimately they were hoping brute force was going to save them. Yeah, I mean, I I saw the predator more as like you know what we see as a big game hunter today, mm -hmm. where they're just oh, yeah. out to collect trophies, right? But they're and they're looking for the most the most powerful uh, beast from a physical perspective, mm -hmm. not from a mental perspective. Maybe this guy was on vacation then, you know? Yeah. Hey, drop right. me off on this planet and you know, yeah. go R R for the weekend. Yep. And yeah, that's oh, exactly what I. That's the way I saw it, Chris. Well, I bears I'll, I'll eat some meat it'll be a great weekend oh no there's humans <laughs> i think in the predator uh god i want to call it folklore but the 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 predator franchise they they get dropped off on these planets to prove themselves right that that's be. kind of their trials right well, and you learn more about that i think in predator 2 um which kind of Danny Glover, he ends up in like one of their spaceships, I think. Um, but but on that note, you also find that's also when they kind of point to that they've been to Earth before. Um, mm -hmm. I think you're right that there is kind of a um, almost a wow a Klingon tradition to it, if you will, mm -hmm. in terms of battle and in honor and things like that. Right. But uh, um, there's a gun that he's given. It's actually the same gun in the film uh, in Prey mm -hmm. that Danny Glover gets in Predator Two. It's the same gun. So when Danny, when the aliens go to leave at the end of that, you know, they toss him the gun and say, hey, keep it. Uh, that's that same gun. So I'm curious to know if, you know, in the, in the end credit scenes, they depict um, in the drawings of the end of Prey that more that those ships come back, uh, the right. predators come back and presumably, you know, hey, there's going to be another movie uh, potentially. So I'm curious how they... At what point do, are we going to get to see where that gun transitions hands into the Predator? and Which sucks. Yeah, which sucks because we know what that kind of means. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, I mean, they could go, if they did a sequel, they could go a couple different ways. I mean, mm -hmm. just with the timing of the movie, we saw that the European uh, like colonizers were there. So a an alternative... Like a second movie might be much be much more focused on uh, colonizers getting murdered by a predator, and then the them seeking out help from the mm -hmm. natives who are who might know what's the hell's going on and killing people here, and they're like, oh, oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the one part of the movie uh, for me uh, that was kind of unexpected, the part where the predator leaves behind that, that beeping technology, right. And the, the French guys are standing around it, looking at it, like what the heck's this. And, (laughs) and I was kind of wondering if it was similar to that, because the predator had already taken some damage at that point. I was wondering if it was right. like that sort of nuclear thing that the one predator oh, had on his arm when he was dying. Yeah. That's what I was wondering too. Yeah. Really, really quick. I'm sorry, but that last picture made it look a lot like Prey was a 90s. Bring <laughs> that last picture back. I missed it. It's the cast of Friends. Oh, it's like Prey as a 90s sitcom. (laughs) I just thought it was nice to see Uncle Buddy. I'll go hunt for you. (laughs) They're all living in a weirdly expensive apartment in New York, despite no one having a job that can pay for it. And then the Predator's just like the neighbor who keeps bothering them. (laughs) It eats it every time they get a new animal like pet. It just they find it skinned. Yeah, I love the woman on the right's got the skull, skull on her chest. Well, I'm yeah. sure that's some Native American thing. Yeah. I think that might be the producer. I'm not sure. Oh, gotcha. Huh. Thought it was okay. nice to see him in their... In their normal clothes? Right. Yeah. You mean they're yeah. not really from the 1800s? So yeah, it's it was definitely entertaining. And I would say, why not? Why not have a sci-fi movie mm-hmm. in native culture, or just like you might have a sci-fi movie in ancient Greece. Yeah. Right. Like, no, it was neat. Well, mm-hmm. I like the aliens and cowboys movie. Remember that one? I remember yeah. it, but I never saw it. Like, I know oh. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was good. I thought I they did, did that really well to. too. Yeah. Aliens and cowboys was actually pretty good. Yeah. And you always, I always think about, you know, these aliens come down and they've got the advanced technology, like in Independence Day, for example, right? And we're mm-hmm. battling them with the technology we have today and how almost impossible it is to win a conflict like that with an advanced species. And then you think, you know, like when uh, Cowboys and Aliens uh, first was coming out and I'm thinking, oh, give me a break. Right. You know, we as modern as we are today could barely defend ourselves against an alien onslaught. How in the hell would cowboys and Indians be able to do such a thing? Yeah. Uh, But they, you know, it was a very compelling, convincing show. And so was Mm -hmm. this prey. And um, yeah, I think they, they managed to do it very well uh, and show you, yeah, you know, it is possible if you're smart enough and you've got, you know, you get the right breaks and uh, the right things happen. And there's a, a cultural ideology with the the alien species that if they win, they win. Because let's be honest, if their thing was, oh, they killed one of us, blow up the planet, there'd right. be nothing we could do. Right. Right. So uh, we lucked out. Yeah. Well, I think my, uh, my predator knowledge is not my primary of nerd knowledge, but I'm pretty sure that the predators like will only use the like the a a nuclear option well not he never had a chance to use a nuclear option which was great but i mean he didn't exact he didn't have laser he wasn't using lasers this time around he used those yeah uh, yeah yeah 
So yeah. I think they kind of dial their technology level down to what they're going to be hunting. I believe. Yeah, good point. Like with aliens, they come. That's load for bear. You come it with everything you've got. Yeah, right, right. All right. Well, so um, what's your it. final verdict? Then? <laughs> final verdict, uh, Jenna. Thumbs up. Thumbs yep. down. Go see it. It's fun. It's entertaining. I'm watching it with the Comanche dub. They did the dubbing well enough that it's not distracting. Okay. All right. All right. Chris? Oh, that's a good Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I'll actually be watching it again with the Comanche dub. So. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, Charles? Yeah, it was fun. It's a fun movie. You're going to watch it again with the Comanche dub? I'm not going to watch it again. with a, I, a matter of fact, I think I, I had the French dubbed in on what I was watching. So, yeah. I, the answer is no, not likely. <laughs> okay. All right. Seth, how about you? Oh, I loved it. That was a yeah. great movie. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Linda? I liked it. Much like I went in with different expectations, wasn't quite sure what it was going to be. Uh, and I think they did a fantastic job. Nice. Okay. Same here. Two thumbs up. So, yeah, definitely get out there and check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, hopefully, we haven't spoiled it for you if that's the case. Hopefully, if you're watching us, you've already seen it and you're just tuning in for the commentary because we hate to spoil things for you. So, anyway, thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, tune in next time. We'll uh, undoubtedly have some more fun stuff to talk about. We'll be talking about Westworld for sure because that's uh, season finale is coming out uh, tonight, I think, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll be looking forward to that. So uh, catch us next time. We'll be looking forward to seeing you then. Take care and have a good week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well. <laughs>